the Frames Per Second Podcast. What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Duce, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect, and you're now tuned in to the Frames Per Second Podcast. In this episode, we're going to switch it up a little bit and uh, not really do a review, but more of a discussion. Uh, we've been getting some comments from the Instagram page and from Twitter, uh, from the listeners as far as uh, just trying to have more open discussions about not just, you know, reviewing films, but just, you know, talking about films in general, directors, actors, you know, lists. So we'll be doing all that in the near future. But for today, we are doing the probably the most requested topic mm. conversation that it is the yeah a lot of a lot of people Tyler you like you about to spit a high 16 holding the head holding the head <laughs> 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 my headphones up <laughs> right she on the headphones like you about to spit like you about to spit fire fire verse it's about to be one take wheezy in the spit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we're we're doing uh a well requested uh discussion on Quentin Tarantino um uh, because you know he's got his latest film his ninth film uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coming out or it's already out it's now already um so we're probably going to review that. But before we do that, let us I felt like it would be best to just flesh out all this uh, tension, I guess, that's been building up from what it seems like, I guess, from the fans. Mike has been dropping different innuendos or whatever that he don't fuck with them. So <laughs> we're going to figure out why. And if, what? Uh, I'm sorry, have you seen ahead. the movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. I thought this yet? was a tenth movie. The once upon a nah, time. Nah, he's, he's supposed to stop at ten. Yeah, he's going to stop at ten. Ten is going to be Kill Bill 3, they say. Yeah. That would be... Mm. Also, oh, maybe Kill Bill One and Two is considered yeah. one movie. I but guess. before we before we get into the g- discussion, we I have a special guest, MC in the room, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler from Dead End Game. Tyler. MC Tyler, how you doing? Hey, what up, though? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Glad you can join us uh, on this discussion because I feel like you got some things to to say as well. Uh, yeah, um, I do. <laughs> but so the first question I want to just throw out there is. If uh, so, Quentin Tarantino, he's a famous director, writer in Hollywood. Um, he's got a few, couple of classic films already. I think he's won like a couple of Oscars. Um, is anybody a fan of his at all of his work? That you hold, are, on, hold on, mm-hmm. hold that question. Y'all counting? Mm-hmm. It's Kill Bill yeah. one. It's ten. It's ten. Okay, I knew I wasn't tripping. So I think you might be right. Maybe Kill Bill. Maybe he made Kill Bill as one movie, but then they had to split it up. So into maybe two. Th- that's the only like thing I can think of. Like the studios basically said he had to split it up yeah, into two because they're like, ain't okay. nobody gonna sit and watch that shit for three. Yeah, because I'm counting. I'm like, wait a minute, ninth movie. <laughs> All like, I see is just be like. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of ten. And then Mike yeah, counted ten. I'm like, okay. And Mike well, then, all then, stoic. Then, well, then Kill Bill can't be his or Kill Bill three can't be his tenth because he's doing that Star Trek movie. Well, I don't know if that's official yet. It's on IMDb, so it's got to be official. Is he a, is he directing? <laughs> or is he, I'm kidding. It's just there. Oh, right? doesn't mean it's it's, it doesn't mean if it's actually official. I don't know. Gosh, you might be right. Maybe they'll. I thought he was just pr- producing it. Maybe I know that most of um, I know a lot of people count this as his ninth film. So mm-hmm. they said this oh, is right. ninth, and okay. that. Well, like, like I said, said, I think Kill Bill. Yeah, you hit it right you're going right off the technicality. <laughs> right, right. I'm going off. I'm like ten. Like where they get nine from? I mean, it's, uh, uh, well. It's nine, cool. fine. If they want to say right. it's nine, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. Yeah, either yeah, way. Right. Good. Hey, you know they're going to be writing in. Facts only. This is his ninth film. Just like <laughs> now. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's promoted that way, though. Yeah, that's how they promote it. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. you guys never do your research. <laughs> do your research. That's crazy. Uh, but I did want to ask you before you go into okay. that. Like, so what's happening? Because I haven't been seeing this. So this is like on Reddit or something that people are going back and forth. Yeah. Well, like yeah, they, I they, seen they uh, comment a lot on Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, I've got it on Twitter too. Yeah, on Twitter, mm-hmm. like they 
They just want to hear the thoughts. Why your wow. gay ass don't like Quentin Tarantino? Why you so gay? Really? Are you saying that? No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Crazy they would say, they like would say something like that. I was they would say something it. like that to my no, they, would, they would definitely yeah. say something like that. I actually that. thought about it. I was going to ask the, the community, because most of the episodes are posted in the Is the My Salon community. So I was thinking, I said, like, man, I wonder, because this is the second, like, this show is really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about creating a Reddit for Frames. Frames for Second. As well. Yeah, y'all, let, y'all let me know what y'all want to do. Yeah, when I saw y'all putting in the text thread, I was like, oh, we are? I didn't even know we were going to do it until you said it. So I guess y'all had a conversation about it before that y'all were going to do Quentin. You were here. Well, I know we wanted to do it, but it seemed like y'all had it. Like, we were doing it on this day. It was a Sunday, I think, because I was out of town. I, I was out of town when I got the oh, message. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, he was out of town. We yeah. finalized it. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. Yeah, so I was confused at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I... I want to do a Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm there. All right, so, yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I told Nick to hit you up, but I guess you know how Nick do. Well, yeah. I, hit the, I hit up the group. Mm. Right. Mm. Talking about mm. eight, then eight thirty. <laughs> All right, eight forty-five. Nigga, you can't scroll up. That ain't my problem. But <laughs> 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 <Bruh>, um, <laughs> damn, y'all, I'm trying to be a. Professional host oh, and shit, y'all. Oh, Bring the nigga out of me. Um, <laughs> so the question is, are y'all fans of Quentin Tarantino? I am, yes. I am a fan of Quentin Tarantino. So speak on it. Why are you a fan? Um, I don't know. I've just always been drawn to his movies. I like his writing style. I like, the, I like his directing style. Um, I think I've kind of been influenced by the way he writes and directs because I do, I tend to do, like when I do um, films, short stories or whatever, I take a, <clears throat> like a non-linear repro- approach like he does, like where, you know, I might s- give a snippet. I even do it with Dead End sometimes. I'll do like a snippet of the end or middle. I'll take something and put it in the beginning and it's like disjointed. And I like that he produces films that way. Well, I, I guess he writes it that way and then pro- um, directs it that way. So. Um, so I've always been a fan of that. Um, I like the, I mean, Kill Bill was great. I, I like the uh, revenge story. Um, Jackie Brown, the homage to black exploitation. So it's just he, he does a lot of things that I, I don't know. I tend to like in films. Uh, just to give like a general, you know, idea why I like him. Tyler, you you do a lot of cinematography, right? Mm-hmm. So. Are you a fan of of his at all from that angle, or or are you in a fan of just his films? Um, I'd like to quote Hamlet, scene three, uh, line two. <laughs> fuck Quentin Tarantino. Oh. I don't fuck with him at all. <laughs> like I used to when, and I have like a whole like a whole spiel about that that I'll get into later. Um, I still I love Kill Bill one and two. Like if Kill Bill like volume two comes on, I will stop what I'm doing to watch it. I love Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of grew up liking him but there was just more and more shit that he did as a person that made it really hard for me to stick with him in terms of his art and I know that that's a conversation that's always held in the general populace like mm-hmm. this idea of can you separate the art from the artist like can you still step in the name of love to R. Kelly shit knowing that he raped a bunch of little girls mm-hmm. you know and so it's one of those things that it's gotten to the point where it's difficult for me to separate the issues that I have with Quentin Tarantino to fully enjoy his work the way that I used to, but there's still stuff that came out before I got to that point that I can still enjoy, like Kill Bill Volume Two. But I also be thinking in my head at the time, like Quentin Tarantino's a fucking scumbag. What What point did you make that switch, like from enjoying it to being like very critical of him and how he does his stuff? It 
was gradual. Um, actually, I'm going to go back to the R. Kelly example that I just mentioned because it's one of those things where I grew up listening to R. Kelly and then I heard more and more shit about R. Kelly and I was like, ugh. And the more that I heard it made it obvious to me that that was true. It made it really difficult for me to feel the same way about his music because I'm listening to like you know, some of his old songs that I used to like, like, imagine that, imagine that. And I'm mm. like, he probably wrote this about a 14-year-old. And oh. now I can't listen to it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It just taint the whole thing. <laughs> right. And so in that same vein, like, the, my whole thing with Quentin Tarantino was also very gradual where, like, I would start hearing problematic shit about him. And I was like, mm, eh. But the more and more problematic shit that I heard, and, like, it really reached like I want to say about a year ago it got to that point where I heard the final thing that I just like couldn't fuck with him anymore and we can come back to that later yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I just I don't I still you know like I respect a lot of aspects about what he does as a filmmaker coming from like my film perspective mm-hmm. but I just can't get into his shit the same way because I just don't I feel a way about him as a person B what's up um what's up <laughs> We're talking about Quentin uh, Tarantino today. Uh, <laughs> man work, you know, feet kind of hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, Detroit, everything. You know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on QT? I mean, he he all right. I mean, I I I can't say I like hate him, hate him, or I can't say I like I love him, love him because me personally, I know this. I'm gonna get a lot of slack for this one, but I feel like I like Kill Bill one. I feel like two is hella overrated. I feel like it was no climatic. Like it, it, was, head, it was, it was, it was, it was very a let. It was a huge letdown. Well, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but they had me singing up in this. Yes, oh, yes, but um, yeah, one those days. Mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I like some of the over the topness because I know as far as video games, I like over the top shit when it comes to video games. So like that perspective that he brings in the over the topness and shit, all the blood, that's cool. But like his movies uh, overall, like. I like his early, like his pre two thousand stuff, you know, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, uh, Jackie Brown was cool, but like anything after in two thousands with Kill Bill and all them, Kill Bill one, I like Kill Bill one, but yeah, all the rest of them, Glorious Bastards and Death Proof and Hateful Eight, Hateful Eight, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for, I didn't care for those movies. I mean, so at the at overall, I'm like, man, content, you know, kind of overrated to me, like just overall, oh, as overall, yeah, hey, just like, hey I, man. Hey, let, let him, let him, let him talk, bro. <laughs> let him yeah, speak he's his just truth. like, like, if I'm when I time. when I look down at all his films, I just be like, you know, like I said, the earlier stuff, yep, yep, and then it's like once you get to 2000, nope, 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 like, nope, 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 how Tyler does about him, and because I never really heard all that extra stuff that he did, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, just overall, just me looking at his as his films, I just think he's overrated. All right, Pastor Ken, what's up? No, no, I don't. Um, Not even Django. I hate Django. How do you hate Django? Why? Why? Is it because about is it because Django. it was a, a white director and a white writer? And the fact that. Black people get so caught up in, oh, yeah, but it's a black guy killing a bunch of white people. No, man. No, absolutely not. I just, that's not the story I want to hear from this guy. That's real. Of all people. I feel you. You know, what was it, 110 times he said the N-word Bruh, in that shit? I think man. it was like 328. <laughs> I think it was like that. It, it broke the work. I think it broke a record yeah. for like it how, did. Many, how many times the N-word. It was like 109 or something like yeah. that. It's 110. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 109. 
Nah, um, <laughs> <laughs> with you, with you. go ahead. Nah, I, I I don't, and you know I was kind of leaning where where B's at in in terms of him being overrated. I I you know I I don't know. Um, I can't say definitively, but you know I I started out with Pulp Fiction. I was like, okay, this is different, you know. Uh, and you know I I came around to enjoying it. Um, once I adjusted to it, uh, when I watched it, like on HBO or some shit like that. So. You know, shit come on all the time. We're like, I ain't got shit to do. I'm here in Mississippi. It's hot outside. I watch, you know, whatever's on HBO. Um, <coughs> and then, you know, as he progressed and started to release more and more movies, like <coughs> Kill Bill was cool, but it felt like it was overhyped by a lot of people. And then Kill Bill 2 came out. And I'm like, okay, what is this? I'm not rocking with this. Mm. And then just as just time progressed, and then he started doing all these other period pieces. And his he doesn't – I don't know if he's a racist – but he gives off those vibes strongly. Like his obsession with uh, what everybody knows is the N-word. And you can his, say the word, bro. You, you're allowed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He might pop in and just listen. <laughs> but, uh, well, he can say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, just, it just, it really, really, really bothers me. Um. And it just got to a point where I was just done. Like the hateful eight, oh <laughs> my God. Like that was like tough to watch. I hate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> too. I made it through about thirty minutes of it and I was like, nah. Mm. It's a long ass movie though. It's not even that. But man. I watch long movies. Yeah, it was just I couldn't You just didn't like the way the direction it was going. Like as far and as by, like, I mean, by the time the hateful eight came out, I already had the issues. I was already starting to have the issues that I had with him. So just it's like sitting through the first 20 minutes, I was like, okay. This you is saw it like hit you in the face, like from. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, once I really started, no like, particularly like the whole N word thing, and I've, I've noticed that I feel uncomfortable saying this word that I say all the time because we're talking about Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, is that how you feel it too? Yeah. So it's like one of those things that, like, once I started noticing it, and I went back and watched earlier stuff, because, like I said, I love Pulp Fiction, but Quentin Tarantino was in Pulp Fiction for like two minutes, and he says, nigga, like, eight times, you know what I'm saying? Like, this mm, is not a sure dead nigga did, factory, yeah. whatever the fuck he yeah. says, dead nigga storage. Nigga drop off storage. Nigga storage, storage yeah. yeah. And it's like, really, bro? Like, you you in the fucking movie for five minutes and- Right, he exactly. I saw this meme one time, and it was like a picture of the dude from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory holding the golden ticket, and he was like, how white actors who love to say the N-word feel when they get a Quentin Tarantino mm. script. <laughs> and like, it's just so, once I noticed it, and I started seeing it and everything, I was like, mm. And so that's how I felt when I was watching The Hateful Eight. Mm -hmm. I was like, really? Like, do we have to do this all the fucking time? Right. Yeah. Yo, so, like, real oh, quick. Hold on. I, was say, I, was I know, I know, but real quick, real quick. So Damn, somebody else would have, um, did Django, you would have liked it if it was, like, a black guy or whatever? Like, if Ryan Coogler did it? Ryan Coogler wouldn't have did that shit. He really wouldn't have. That's the thing. Why you had to do that? that I, is I just asked you. <laughs> Never mind. No, 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 If John Singleton had done, uh, what's it called? Django. Django. Would you have liked it? Because um, John Singleton would have done that, it, not right. <laughs> <laughs> it may have felt different. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely think the usage of the word would have been decreased dramatically. Because right. he know? did. I mean, it would have had to all together, though, right? It's a black. Producer director at that point. I mean, you you gonna judge a black producer director for using the word nigga? I said, script? It, I, I don't think he would have used it as as many times as Tarantino huh? did. What you talking about? 
It felt way. We talking about 110 times. It felt excessive. It felt way. I think what in that the one well, where they say that black people say like regularly. It's not even and black people. Not who was saying that though? Yeah, yeah right. That's what white it was people slavery. said back yeah, then. Exactly. Slavery. The word yeah. was a normal word. Yeah. yeah. Don't make me sit up here and fucking defend Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Please. <laughs> it would have happened the same do way. On a plantation, you think they only saying what nigga five times a week? Right. Right. It was every other around the 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 table like that. It was a table time word back then, bro. Maybe it feels gratuitous to me because it's Quentin Tarantino, but to me, like it seems excessive. Like obviously, I know that yeah, like they that's just what they called us. Like that's what we were. So whenever they were referring to one of us, that's what they said. So I know it was said a lot, but. I don't know. Maybe I would have had a different viewpoint of it if it wasn't him. But my memory of it is it being really fucking gratuitous. But I recognize that I could be biased because I know the Quentin Tarantino was behind it. I just refuse to believe that Ryan Coogler or John Singleton <laughs> would have used or wrote nigger in that movie 110 times. Then it wouldn't have been historically accurate if they didn't. I don't know. It felt... Way because John Singleton did Rosewood. I mean, they were adding nigger in places that it didn't need to be in there. Of course, that's Tarantino. So, yeah, so that right. that's kind of my point, though. But but he would have yeah, reduced some of that to make it feel mm, a little bit more natural. It, it, that didn't mm, feel natural to me, only because it was Tarantino. Times. Mm. I'm actually on Rod's side with this one. Nah, I, I, I still think fuck Quentin Tarantino, but with this one, nah, I kind of think that y'all are looking at it from a lens of Tarantino <laughs> made it, so therefore it's wrong. But well, I feel how, like. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> How many times did they say it in Roots or like Amistad? That was, but that was supposed but, to be on TV. Yeah, so that's I mean, a I don't TV think production. Really like, so it was, yeah. But if, if Roots was actually an R-rated movie and it was supposed to be historically accurate, it'd have been nigga 52,000 times. I don't know, Kunta would have been Kunta the nigger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let me cut your nigger foot off. Let me see your nigger ass run down the nigger street. Yeah, cause they said boy, you're lighting. <laughs> That's right? Tarantino. No, that would have been Roots. No, that would have been that Roots. was historically accurate. No, that would have been Roots. It would have been. I think it would have been. I think nigger would have been cut out of that at least twice. Yeah. But they said boy, at least twice. Yeah. So it would have been. Let me cut your nigger foot off and see you run. Oh, that would have been it. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have been historically accurate. Yeah, like we, uh, we know that the word was used all the time back then, but they, not it was just every other. But you don't word, know. Though. You don't know that. Kim like, might know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. It was too easy. It was too easy. It was just too easy. It was too easy. I'm just saying, like it's the racist deep south on a plantation called Candyland, and like, it also feels like it's the excuse that people give him. It's the past. It's the past that they're giving him because they're like, oh, you know, it's that times. They they said it. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, well, you don't know how you know. It's like, come on, man. Like, we can, you can feel it. Energy carries. Energy <laughs> transforms. It feels way over the top. So you're saying a racist movie feels racist? No, I'm saying Quentin Tarantino's excessive usage of the word in places where it doesn't even feel like it fits is racist. All right, Mike. What, yeah, are your Mike. Thoughts right now? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Quentin Tarantino? Uh, I've I've never liked him, ever. Uh, I always thought he was overrated. I never really understood the big deal with his movies. I always thought they were fucking boring. I always thought they were bloated with dialogue. And I feel like the key to liking a Quentin Tarantino movie is you have to enjoy that dialogue, because that's like the majority of his movies. It's just a chunk of fucking dialogue that has nothing to do with anything. They'll talk about a fucking squirrel for 35 minutes, <laughs> and they'll think it's brilliant. And call it a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have black that squirrels. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they do. It, it, they're all short. And they're all, no, they're in Syracuse, too. I, that's the first time I saw one. I and saw the other one squirrels in, don't kick it with them. Yeah, first time I saw one was in Detroit. 
I got out, black bro. squirrels in Detroit. I was what like, what is that? Serious? Everything about yeah. you never seen a black squirrel? Well, in of course I have. But I'm saying oh. that's the first time you saw that's one. The they ever they don't Detroit? have them in regular no, places. No, no, that's the first time I ever saw <laughs> one. Really? <laughs> you I say mean, Detroit ain't regular. I didn't know they were in other places. Right. No, it's not. That's the first time I ever saw a black squirrel. I've seen them in Detroit, in Syracuse, and there was one other place I saw them. Like somewhere weird, like West wow. Virginia or something. Yeah, that's I, it. I ain't never seen them nowhere else. My mind is blown. I oh, promise you, crazy. I thought they were just everywhere. Have you seen a black squirrel here? here? No. I think wasn't about it. Thinking about now that you said it, maybe. They've all been lynched. All the black squirrels. All the black squirrels. Whenever I saw them, there'd only be one. So they go up north and the regular free. squirrels would not be hanging out with them. And I was like, Yo. what the fuck is that? And I thought it was just like a weird one off. So they in Chicago, Detroit again. free, huh? I ain't never seen them in, in Chicago. So the black yeah, squirrels went up north during the Great Migration. Is that what you want to tell me? That's what happened. I thought they were everywhere too. And I was like, what the hell is that? It was like, that's a squirrel. I'm like, there ain't no squirrel. No fucking squirrel. Ain't a damn puppy. That's a, that is, that's a nigger room. <laughs> we giving that motherfucker a new name. I was like, damn, even y'all squirrels black in this motherfucking motel? God damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was just like, that shit is a black ass. Nah, I thought city, that was bro. normal. Y'all just I, thought normal. Shit, like. I know, right? Like, I thought that was like normal as hell, man. No time for Jesus real. Christ. All right, that's uh, what you gotta do, Nick. You gotta handle it. You know I was saying you gotta hey, handle it. The people want to hear y'all thoughts, so I'm just I'm not just on squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> I said not on squirrels. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying you at this say, point. You, you said you they'll talk about a uh, squirrel for thirty minutes. Yes. Loaded dialogue. Yeah, yeah, it's just I the first time I saw a, a Tarantino movie, I saw um, Pulp Fiction. I saw that when it came out. My 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 buddy in high school wanted to go see it. Didn't know anything about the guy. We went, and when I left, I was like, "What the fuck was that bullshit? <laughs> what the fuck?" And that was in high school. I was like, what the oh, fuck was that bullshit? He loved it. Oh, my God. It was just so different in the way he chopped it up. And it was so like, Ugh. get the fuck out of here. That was a whack ass story that he chopped up and switched around to make it interesting. If you take all that shit and you put it in a fucking line, it's a fucking worthless story. But that's not how he does. And that's that's like, fine. You're making. Can I go? You, you've been going all night, bro. <laughs> and you late. What? I was first. <laughs> Yo, yeah, but I you got first. to go, and then you asking questions. That's because I went first. I didn't get to finish my, my shit. <laughs> I'm finishing let, let Mike talk. All right, I'm finishing. He has said something. That I just wanted to go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Write it go down. Ahead, Write man. it down. Oh, I knew he was gonna be like this because I. It's like I knew he was gonna be able to handle this. Because <laughs> like huh? anytime I knew you were gonna be able to handle this. Like people <laughs> saying shit about Tarantino. <laughs> go ahead, man. Uh, once again, I forgot what the fuck I was saying. Sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Talking about, he was talking about if you put it in a straight line, and that's where I was trying to jump in. But yeah, go ahead. You saying if you put I mean, it on a straight line, it would be. Some yeah, bullshit. I mean, and and that's not the only reason I don't like Tarantino. I thought the his movies are basically like there's never any real payoff for his films. When I watch his movies, I'm always just like, all right, what's going on? All right, what's going on? All right, cool. This is sort of the story. And then when it ends, I'm like, wow, that was nothing. Nothing fucking happened. And it's not even like, to me at least, it's not even like the shots pull me in to where I'd be like, oh, wow, this is a beautiful shot. Or, wow, this is a beautiful score. This is really sucking me in. No, it's just like, really? Like, this is some bullshit. And I don't understand. I, and I really think it focuses on you have to like that type of dialogue. If you're cool with watching a movie where there's motherfuckers talking about absolutely nothing, it's like fucking people that like Seinfeld and shit. It's like this shit, they don't talk about anything, but they somehow find it funny. I feel the same way with Tarantino. They, he doesn't talk about anything. And it should be three hours long. 
And y'all be like, damn, that shit was deep. What was deep, <laughs> motherfucker? What was deep? What happened? He think he deep. This motherfucker think he deep. He think he deep. He's so hot against Quentin Tarantino. He did Seinfeld in the middle of that whole rant. I feel I feel like that about a lot of these shows and these movies where it's just like I mean, I like slow movies. I like movies where it's very atmospheric. I don't get that with Tarantino. I get, I don't really have a really solid story, so I'm just going to throw a whole bunch of bullshit in this gumbo and hope people dig it. And for some reason, they do every time. All right, Rod, defend Tarantino's directing and writing style. Well, I want to approach some of the things that were said already. So what I was going to say about the, what I meant to say earlier, I think I said nonlinear editing. Didn't Didn't I say editor? I meant nonlinear narrative is what he does, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's like with the whole straight line thing. <laughs> but the point is, Mike, is that he doesn't do the straight line thing, and that's what makes it dope. And I think I think you you tend to like um, <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. I am, trust me. All right, so you said you you tend to like you know atmospheric movies, you know a lot of mm-hmm. space and stuff like that. And and you also said you have to like that type of shit or whatever the di- dialogue, right? Yeah. So I typically don't. I don't even produce my stuff like that. I hate a whole bunch of dialogue. I, I try to do stuff with um, as, as least as uh, like words as possible. I try say to less. Just say less. Yeah, I try to do that with everything I do. So, but I don't know something about the way he does it. I'm just drawn to it, and I typically don't like shit like that. And um, I think the stuff that you like is isn't dialogue heavy. It's just like scene heavy, That's right? Not true. I is like it? I like a lot of dialogue. If it's like if it's poetic dialogue or if it's dialogue that benefits the story, I never feel like Tarantino's dialogue benefits his story because there really isn't a fucking story. I'm just he saying like cuz like you like stuff like um Melancholy, right? You like oh, stuff like that. There's plenty of dialogue in that, but but it's all but, but it's a lot of scenes where it's not it's not much dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's and just it's beautifully a lot of, shot. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. He doesn't tend to do that. It's usually dialogue with that. Right, but yeah, it's so, worthless yeah. dialogue. The thing is, Tarantino doesn't do character building, which is fine. I don't mind that. He doesn't do character building or character development at all. Wow, really? It's, Hell no. If these motherfuckers that walk on the screen, they just are. You don't know who the fuck John Travolta's character is. You don't know shit about fucking Samuel Jackson's character. You know very little about uh Bruce Willis's character or the fucking Asian chick. I don't even remember her fucking name. Like a lot of times when his movies come on, like you don't really get anything from these people. No, it's just like, like a day in the life. What about Kill Bill and Glorious Bastards too? Kill Bill and Glorious Bastards was fucking ass trash. Yeah, first of all, but I mean, as far as the development of one of the what main development was of the, there? of the of the of the girl in the beginning of the scene, where her family right. gets killed, and then you see her. Yeah. The he does, Frank, he yeah, does character. You know. He does character development. No, he doesn't do it in all his movies, but he does. He does very little, very very little, and that's why he's able to dump this worthless dialogue in there because he knows you're not looking for anything that's going to give you any kind of key to who these people are because to him the people themselves don't really matter like their backgrounds don't matter every one of his movies it just feels like it's a day in the life and unless you don't give a fuck about that day you're just not going to like the movie and i just don't give a fuck about any of these people in his films to care like i like the fact that everybody in his movies are like anti-heroes like there's never really a solid good guy i do like that Mm -hmm. but i never give a Fuck if anybody dies except for Jackie Brown, and that's only because Pam Gray. I'm in love with Pam Gray. Pam Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's anything, not in love? Who wasn't love with Pam? Anything Gray. else? Trash. Tyler, you had something I feel like you wanted to say. Yeah, I wanted to uh, say something about Italian neorealism, which was this really big movement in Italy. Um, and this is where I come from. My whole like, I have a film degree perspective. Okay, wait, so like one of the big tenets of uh, Italian neorealism. 
uh, Italian neorealism and why I celebrate it is because they added a lot of dialogue and made it a little bit slower in the way that life is sometimes slow and like the conversation mm-hmm. that we have with real people is slow. And so, for example, going to the the scene in Pulp Fiction where John Travolta and Samuel Jackson are like riding in their car talking about Royale with cheese and all that stuff and then the foot massages. Mm-hmm. Like, I dig stuff like that because it's like, if these were two like hitmen in the car getting ready to go do a yeah. job, like what would they be talking about? Right. Like I think that's an interesting it's concept. Cool. Yeah. Um, and also that that scene is really dope because they do like a whole like one take like going through the hallways where they come up to the door and, and then they hang back and dope. talk about some other shit. So like in some ways, I appreciate the <laughs> the dialogue, the bloated and finger quotes dialogue <laughs> um, coming from that perspective. But actually, now that you mentioned what you said about the character development, I do think that there's some weight to that. Like the characters are just kind of just they are the like yeah, they don't really we don't get a whole lot of backstory about like Except their childhoods or really. If, I, I mean, even with Kill Bill though, like no, there was a lot with the um, they gave it at the beginning, and then the rest of it was just her killing people. No, but I mean, even with Lucy Liu's character and Kill Bill, like they showed her. From each a child, they showed, growing each up. character they show, like, but most of the time they don't have character right. development. But it was and, still and very much like that. within a very like you know finite amount of time. Like we didn't really get backstory on like how did they become a set. Well, we kind of got that yeah. with Beatrix. All right, yeah, but y'all okay. pulling one movie though. I mean, right. that is right. true. Right. That's right. the only one. He said he got two movies. What? No, B said it was. B said it was one. More one than two. Yes. Wikipedia and IMDb. But, but he did one. it in both. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, he did it in both. Two out of fucking nine movies. Who cares? You're trying to prove <laughs> the point, so you <laughs> must care. Look. All right, I got a, I got a question for all y'all. <laughs> Don't get mad at me because Tarantino about, sucks. <laughs> I got a question for all y'all because I think, Ken, you brought it up. Or Well, you never said whether you like him or not. Yeah, man. Oh, I, I thought I was trying to cheat. What's wrong with you? Right. This nigga was like, so my name like, is Paul and this shit between. <laughs> right, right, right. The hell? So what's up, man? Oh, do you like, you like, you like, you like him or what? All right, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, it's hard, to, it's hard to be around y'all sometimes. <laughs> You'll be hurt. That's because we some man. niggers. <laughs> Yeah, niggers. Right. Y'all some black, black squirrels. That's what I'm going to tell you. The hardy um, I like his stuff. I'm a, I'm a fan of Quentin Tarantino. However, oh, shit. since 2016, that's when I became pro-black, I've been noticing a lot of things. And it's, you came pro-black in 2016. What were you before then? What the hell were you before? Right, so 2015 and earlier, you were what? I was naive. I was a child. You woke now. Yeah, I'm woke now. I was asleep for about yeah 20-some years. 23. Uh, <laughs> 23 years so after that that's when i start hearing more black people like with this criticism of him like and i, th- I watched this show on netflix be a follower man no but it it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it brought up good points like the the n-word shit is like did he have to say it like i understand in certain aspects like i don't, I, I think the Django thing is like okay that makes sense but everything else like with pulp fiction especially like what you mentioned tyler with his only scene being like what five minutes basically if you use the bathroom and came back you missed it <laughs> but if i recapped it for you like oh yeah this nigga racist because he said nigga more times and he said filler words mm. so uh, I, i'm a fan but it, it's real dicey for me like to me if his, if his quality of a of film start dropping off then i'm like all right you know what fuck it it's it's whatever so but i think haven't dropped off for you not enough for me to say like okay, now looking at it holistically, yeah, I can see where all this is fucked up. To me, some of his stories still make sense. But, but it, do you think it, he's really racist? I don't. Okay. Because so then what's the issue? But it's just, I think, my well, my question was, was like, do you think uh, 
do you believe that when people call him racist, they're saying it because it seems like he gets away with inappropriate content in his art? Like, because if he, he's not, if he's not, I mean, it's just more of like if it look like a duck, quack like a duck, and talk like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it might be a duck. I'm with Rod on this one. I don't really see how you can infer that someone is racist because they put racist words in their movies mm. when that is a real fact of life. It is, but... So a white director should not put that in his movies because black folks may get offended? That just but it, No, no, I'm not saying when you're creative, you can do what you want, but I'm saying for all of his movies, it's heavily used in all of them. And some of them don't really need to be But when the, does it need to be there? I mean, I like, get you. like for I, Django, that was like, okay, it makes sense for that word. So to you be think in that there. these days people aren't saying nigger, nigger, nigger around no, their white friends? I'm sure they are. And we had a conversation, but that, right. it's going back to that. And right. I feel like you're on my side now with that. It's like, mm-hmm. I, but at the same time, when it comes to movies and filmmaking, like it's all about, like you mentioned earlier, it's all about the story. And to your point, if the story isn't good, you're going to notice a lot of things about it. And one of the things you do notice is how many times he does use the N-word. Now, again, like I said, I, I think the qualities of the film are still very well done. So it kind of, mm. you kind of just take it at what, as what it is. Like, you're like, okay, this must be a part of the story, but it does kind of okay. feel a little weird. I'll say this real quick about the word nigger when it comes to his movies. It doesn't really bother me that he uses the word nigger in his movies all the time. My only issue with him using it is typically if I'm watching a movie and someone is repeatedly saying nigger, 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 it kind of benefits them in terms of the overall story or the arc of where it's going. With his movie, since there's no background and there's no character development, mm-hmm. them using the word nigger just seems like it's pointless. You know what, does that, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you watch Do the Right Thing, when, when homeboy, uh, the pizza guy, I forget his name, John, um, John Turturro, what's his name in the movie? Oh, uh, shit, shit. Sal's son, whatever his fucking name is. Sal's when you when you oh, start realizing that he's a little racist, it benefits the whole movie because it starts to like reveal certain things about yep. him that make sense when you finish the film. Yep. With Tarantino's movies, it's like, oh, dude's just saying, oh man, when this nigger came over and this nigger did this, this nigger did that, it doesn't benefit the story. It just seems like it's just kind of, again, worthless dialogue. But it doesn't make me think he's racist because he's using it. I don't I, know that's why what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that. What you I don't know. Said. I don't know him to say he is racist, but it does give off those vibes. That's what I'm saying. I always hmm. like to urge people to stay away from this like black and white racist or not racist and look at things as a continuum of problematic behavior. Mm-hmm. Because like I feel like when people get so caught up in this idea of what is racist or what does racist mean, then they're like, well, I'm not racist or this isn't racist. And then that completely like disregards or takes attention away from the fact that what they did was still fucking problematic, whether or not you want to call it racist or not. And so like I just always urge people not to think in terms of that dichotomy of racist and not racist because it kind of derails the conversation about what was wrong with what's actually happening happening so like i say all of that to say that like is quentin tarantino racist or not racist well that goes to what we want to like say what the definition of racist or not racist racist is but i think that like why he is so enamored with that word and wants to fucking pepper it all over everything like fucking seasoning salt it's like why though exactly yeah. you know what i'm saying and so to me it like draws this question of why does he get off so much on doing that shit and what does that say about him and what he's trying to accomplish especially because like it, it, it's what it kind of reminds me of like one of those people like I feel like if I had a conversation with Quentin Tarantino and me and him were riding in his car down the freeway and a biggie song came on that he would start rapping the words and he would be saying nigga this and nigga that 
And I'd be like, hey, you know, that kind of offends me. And he'd be like, but why? Let me debate you about why that shouldn't bother you. Like, he strikes me as one of those kind of people where he's doing it knowing that it bothers people and it accomplishes absolutely nothing, but he just doesn't really give a fuck. And, like, one of those people that would kind of want to needle you and be like, but why? Mm. Let's debate why. Like, that's just kind of what he reminds me of. And does that make him, quote, racist? Again, well, what's our definition of racist? But does it make him problematic? That's what I was about to ask, too. To me. Really? To me, that's like, to me, I'm like, I view, if you're doing something that, if you're in an outside group, right, and there's Mm -hmm. a marginalized group that what you're doing is negatively impacting and you don't care, that to me is problematic. Now, I'm not saying that what he's doing within the way that he uses the word in his films and all that is exactly what that is, but he just strikes me as that kind of person and his motivation mm. for doing it because I, I question that a lot when I think about him about whether or not it's problematic. I'm like, what is his motivation for doing this? Like, what is he accomplishing in his head? Or like, what is why is he getting off on this? Why does this bring him joy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he does care though. Like, even with um with Django, for instance, like. I think before when he wrote it, you know, uh, before he actually produced it, he went to uh, Sidney Portier and asked him, like, yo, man, I'm not feeling right about this. You know what I'm saying? It's probably it has to, I, I've, I've said it <laughs> like all of these times or whatever. <laughs> he said, so he was really on the, on the fence about putting it out. So he went to him and he looks <laughs> like Sidney Portier is like, what y'all? I mean, at least he had Sydney Fortier. So That's what I was going to say. Like, Sydney Fortier said it was okay. Yeah, this no, don't, this don't help that just, point. Is this a real story? <laughs> This is a real story. Why'd he pick Sidney Poitier? Because <laughs> that's like one of his mentors. That's the only nigga that let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> and Samuel Jackson. It's one of his mentors, and he looks at he looks at him as a father figure or whatever. I don't know if y'all knew that. But like no, I didn't. um, but yeah, he went to him and like, hey man, I don't feel right about it. He basically told him to man up, produce it, put it out. That's what Sidney Poitier told him to do. And then also, but listen, look, like <laughs> look, and then uh, just to go deeper on it on it or whatever, even with the uh, like the scenes, like the slavery scenes, he didn't feel right about doing that, like either, right? But so he, he, <laughs> yo, so he what? I'm trying, yo. Like, go, I'm, the not, go, not go go I'm the only person here. Like, I'm just like, laughing I'm, at his face. So I'm right, yeah, control I'm, my faces. You know, you I'm man, wish, I'm, that's what I'm saying, Rod. I'm, I'm with you. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. the director. So, so even Tyler's fucking stupid. She's caught in her face. But like even the slavery scenes, like he didn't feel right about putting, you know, black people in chains and putting them in the, actually putting them in the hot sun or whatever. So it was very important to him to uh, employ the locals or whatever to with, with job opportunities um, to do that. Like, um, and he just treated them very like respectful or whatever. He treated them like, even though they were extras, he treated them like. <laughs> I, I looked over there by accident. Like, he, he look at my African American. <laughs> look, look at him. Isn't he wonderful? Look at him. You see how good I'm treating these niggers. <laughs> I'm just going to the <laughs> point of, uh, of that, that I just the whole point. Okay, I, I don't yeah. even go finish yeah. the story because I can't even get through it. I'm sorry. So, so uh, the point is, is that I don't think he's like that. I don't. I don't think he has any type of uh, motives, like any, like any, like he just want to do it for shits and giggles, like hidden agendas. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I really don't think he I has don't, hidden agendas. I don't know him, so I don't want to put anything on him. But mm-hmm. I will say that's what, like, what Tyler's saying, like. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that just stick out. And even to Mike's point, like, if you are someone who doesn't think he has good character development or if you don't think his stories are really that well done or, and are overrated a little bit, you're going to start noticing, okay, well, then these things that are consistent in all his films kind of are an issue for me and to certain people. 
But I just don't. Huh? I don't. I'm again. I, I hate that I'm kind of <laughs> defending Tarantino, but with this particular issue, I'm kind of on Rod's side. Where I don't, I don't personally care if in his real life he's driving around rapping nigger, or if when he if he drives by somebody and he thinks to himself, "Oh, look at that nigger." Like unless I see it, I'm not gonna like jump in and push that on him. I'm looking at the art on its own. I'm not inserting anything that I think about Tarantino because I don't like him as a person, period. But I don't let that affect how I feel about his films. Mm-hmm. Why well, you don't like him as a person? I mean, he is kind of crazy. I think he's crazy. a fucking scumbag. I think <coughs> he's a scumbag. scumbag he's just crazy. He's kind of crazy. Like, what does that even mean? Not, like, not plenty of us are crazy, but no, he's a scumbag. I think he's just and he's he's an a little off, man. I think he's just a little off. I, I have some examples that yeah. I will bring into the yeah, conversation yeah, later. Cool. And I, don't, I just want to interject real quick. Yeah. Like, I wasn't saying that he's problematic because he would be rapping the n-word i'm saying like if i was in the car with him and i said hey that bothers me or hey that offends me he strikes me as the kind of person that would be like i got what you meant yes it was more about the way that he would respond to me not Mm -hmm. liking it than it was about whether or not he would actually just yeah i got you no i I, yeah i understood what you meant Mm -hmm. i'm just saying that even if all of that was the case i still wouldn't say okay because of that his movie is this because I do believe in separating the art from the artist, but I don't believe in um, so like like I still think Rosemary's Baby is an amazing movie, you know. I still think Repulsion is an amazing movie, but I think Roman Polanski is obviously a fucking rapist and a child molester. He's a scumbag, but that has no bearing on his movie. His movie is still a great movie. Tarantino, because he's a scumbag to me in real life, that doesn't mean I'm going to dislike his films. I just think his films suck. I think his films are boring. That's fine. Uh, But again, like, why do you think he's a scumbag in real life? Can I jump in here? It's funny yes. that you brought up Roman Polanski because that's actually exactly, that was a very nice transition. Because Have he you said heard? yes, okay. I did. He's a, yeah, that's why I think he's a scumbag. But go ahead. And tell no, him what that he was said. really like the turning point for me when I referenced it about mm-hmm. a year ago. Rough. I was yeah. like, fuck same, him. Same. Like when I listened to that interview and he was oh. defending Roman Polanski and he was like, that thirteen year old wanted it. She was a party girl. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, was yes. sitting, I was sitting in my car. So I don't for anybody, any listeners who are not familiar with this. Like Roman Polanski raped a thirteen year old. Like we can say it wasn't raped. Statutory rape, rape. right? Exactly. But like Tarantino went through this whole thing, and he's arguing with Howard Stern. Like you know, if Howard Stern is telling you you're doing too much, Mm -hmm. like that says a lot, right? So he's going back, right? He's going back and forth with Howard Stern, and he's saying that like you know, basically the whole like you know, 13 year old girls are old enough to make this decision, and she wanted it, and she was a party girl, and you know, these girls out here, blah blah blah, something like basically like laying it all on her. And, like, I was, like, literally sitting in my car just floored. Like, I was on my way in somewhere to pick up some lighting equipment. Mm. This was, like, a year ago. And I was just sitting there listening to it, like, what the fuck? And so, yeah, it's interesting that you brought up Roman Polanski because I was going to bring that up later. But once that happened, you know, and he's actually apparently apologized for it. I saw, like, he apologized last year or something like that, maybe because it kind of came back to the surface. And so he was really apologetic about it. But, yeah, once I heard that, I was like, okay, Quentin, you're, you're dead to me. He could easily just say, yo, the guy makes amazing films, but he's a piece of shit because he raped a 13-year-old. Just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you don't have to defend the creator if you're saying that the art is good. And that's where I had a problem with him in that interview. I'm like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, even, it wasn't even like he was just defending Polanski because he thinks Polanski's films are good. That sounded like an overall opinion that he has about those types of situations. About fucking 13-year-old girls. Yes. So I'm like, you're a fucking scumbag. So ever since then, I mean, I I didn't like him before that anyway, but that was really like, okay, yeah, fuck that. That was the nail in the coffin. It was before that. But I didn't like his his films 
No, 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 not the film, but him. Oh, him? I don't remember. There was something something that he said in like an E.T. interview a long, long time ago that I just didn't fuck with. It wasn't race-related, though, because I've never really heard him say anything that was racially insensitive in person. Mm -hmm. So the whole, like, oh, he must be at least sort of racist because he keeps using the N-word, I've just never been on that bandwagon. Again, I, I just don't care for his movies. I don't really care to discuss him as a person, person. like that. I just don't like his films. Mm. Oh, so my next question was going to be, uh, do you think he'll go down as one of the best directors of all time? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And writers. Okay. so yeah, oh, he wrote Natural Born Killers, too, and I didn't yeah, realize I, that. I, yeah. You didn't like that either? No, I, I did like that oh, movie. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. he didn't direct it. He didn't direct it or <laughs> yeah, produce yeah, it. He, he just, wrote it, wrote it. He wrote it, but there's not a bunch of worthless dialogue because the dialogue, when you're watching that movie... It's like everything Mallory says yeah. sounds like Mallory, and it fits right. her character. And see, that's what that when you was talking, that was one of the ones I wanted to ask you about. I said, so do you like Natural Born Killers? Absolutely. Because, yeah. Because mm. I think yeah. they probably reel him in, and they were like, yo, nah, what we're about not going to have Mallory talking about ramen noodles. Nah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you like true romance? Nope. You don't like true romance? Nope. Wow. Only movie I like of his is Jackie Brown. Mm. The rest of it, and, and the first Kill Bill, and that's because it was mostly action. I did not like Django. I fucking hated uh, bastards, whatever the fuck. I didn't like any hateful shit. Eight. Yeah. What about his? I didn't see yeah. hateful eight because yeah. I was smart enough to realize, fuck this dude. What I'm about good. his independent film? Did you like, like what? What's Reservoir called? Dogs. Um, I didn't hate Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea that you had these people in this room. They pulled off a bank heist. Mm-hmm. You didn't see the bank heist. It's, yeah, you're just seeing the aftermath of right. the bank heist. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, I did feel like the dialogue fit. Yeah. The I mean, it was in one room. Yeah. It's in one room. What else <laughs> you gonna do but That talk? was his first movie, too. I remember. I know that's his. Yeah, yeah it was an independent I thought film. True Romance was his first movie. Well, True Romance, I think he just wrote. This, this oh, like, he, um, yeah, the, he did like, everything with He did daughter. everything. It, like I said, it was an independent film. I think from the funds he got from Reservoir Dog. Was oh, it from uh, True Romance? I think from True Romance. I forget what film he got the funds from, but mm. whatever he got from that screen, whatever the screenplay he wrote, yeah. that's how he produced. Reservoir Dogs. No, Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. That was yeah, that was my first time seeing a movie by yeah. him. And I didn't even know what Quentin Tarantino looked like until <laughs> From Dust to Dawn. That movie played in with George Clooney. about that whack movie. Yeah, that, that's that's when I realized who that you know that he was. I was like, oh, that's that's Quentin Tarantino, dude. So I didn't even know who he looked like until because even though he was in Pulp Fiction, I, I didn't know that that was him. Mm-hmm. You know, like until afterward, I'm like, oh, that's oh, so it all makes sense. But yeah, like I said, it's earlier stuff. But you you like wouldn't put him in the top ten directors of all time. Category. I mean, I can see him being in there. He won't be in my personally like mm-hmm. top ten or nothing like that. But, but you mean, can, see can see why other people. Yeah, I can see people. I can see people like like his stuff and and like his visuals and all that stuff. But just I don't, I just think he's overrated. But, but the, the people that are into his shit and like the his audience are the people that kind of control Hollywood. So he's gonna go down as being one of the number yeah. one writers and directors because of who his audience is. Yeah, that's true. What you want to say, Mike? It, it also seems like. Every single one of his movies, he just kind of does the same shit over and over and mm-hmm. over again. I mean, Spike Lee does, too, to be fair, but Spike Lee has good stories. That's the difference with Tarantino. Tarantino, it just seems like every single movie is like the same shots. It's like he figured out at some point, like, yo, people are going to react if I do this this cool like like POV shot real fast. People are going to react to that. So let mm-hmm. me do it 13 more fucking times in every <laughs> single movie that I do after that. And I, I know I've, I've, I've listened to interviews with him where he kind of gives off this kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm paying homage 
to these older movies because mm-hmm. he definitely takes a lot of yes. things from older films and redoes them. He's like logic, yeah. but like because <laughs> he did that with Death Proof. I think. He did he with every like, movie. Yeah. Period. He every movie he does, he yeah. does that. He like if you watch any of his films, you can guarantee there's going to be ten scenes from the film yep. that he took from ten other movies. Yep. And Brown, it doesn't yeah. bother me, but it's like. Do people really think that that's like creative or ingenious? Are they like, yo, the way he took that scene from this 1950s western and put it in this? Why are y'all hyped off that shit? Like, he did a covers. Like, so what? There's no originality. Like, what is cool about that? He's a cover man. I think basically (laughs) he's always been. I think he's always been. He's like Gorilla Black. Ooh man, (laughs) that's a good one. He's always been rewarded for his writing. I think. uh, I think a, a lot of people like his dialogue. They they appreciate his directing, but I think his dialogue is what sticks out. Ken, I'm interested to see if you think that he, do you agree that he should go down as like a one of the top ten all time? Um, I mean, I have no control over that. So I, if somebody was having that conversation around you, what would it you would say? not surprise me if his name came up, and I probably roll my eyes when it did. Because you don't like him? No, you think he's overrated, right? Uh, somewhat, yeah, yeah, I do. And they'd say, "Why are you rolling your eyes, nigger?" <laughs> Why you want your nigger eyes? <laughs> oh, Why? What are your reasons for to say he's overrated? So immature, so fucking immature, man. Um, I mean, Mike is pretty much Mike Tyler. They pretty much um, have basically spelled it all out. I mean, um, I don't have much to add. I think my issues with him. Um, is squarely on his um, overusage of of the N word, and you know we have the period pieces that he's done, but then we have the five minutes he was in Pulp Fiction, you know, and it's um, like a continuation of that. And for me, it always feels like it 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 just doesn't fit, and that could be because of the lack of character development. The um, dialogue that probably doesn't go anywhere that's just there. So you got to fill it with something. So you just decide to pick that word out and put it there. But um, it doesn't feel creative. And it feels like using that word and finding different ways to use that word mm. is his creativity. Oh, wow. No. Pointless shock value. I feel that. Uh, um, okay. So mm. <laughs> I never thought about that. Rod, you sound weary. I am, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I, I had hurt. a feeling. I, I, I you heard thought you? you at least was gonna be on my side when I came here, but I was just I like, did damn. Too. I thought you liked Tarantino. But um um, let's see. So twenty sixteen. So okay. I'm so okay. You. So, <laughs> so the only era. thing I hear you. The only thing I hear you saying, Ken, is the the nigga thing, right? So is there any part of you that can look past that and look at the opportunity opportunities that he's created for black people, or or leading roles that he get, that he's given black people? Mm-mm. No. no? He gave, who what? Did, who, who he gave Jackie, Jackie Brown, Brown? A, a leading role when nobody was giving her Django? roles like that at the time. Wait a minute. What? Okay, so you I got, mean, uh, you, Pam, got, you got Pam, Pam Greer, Pam Greer. dope. Okay. So Jamie who Fox. else? You Jamie. think Jamie Foxx can get a job on his own? He already had a great. Tarantino ain't helped Jamie Foxx. What was the last good Jamie Foxx movie? I'm not saying about helping him, but what was the last opportunities for black people? I'm saying it's an opportunity in a movie, in a big film, in a blockbuster film. Jamie Foxx could have done that on his own. But what was the last good Jamie Foxx movie? We're not talking about quality. It doesn't even matter. But I'm just saying, like he. I, 
I, I don't Jamie know if this Fox is Rod's point, but I'm saying, Oscar, what are you Ray? all talking about right, right now? <laughs> that was a while ago, though. But he's like, still, but he still had opportunities. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that was a while ago. Jenga was like wait, 20, wait, no, no, was no, in no, this wait. era, the last five. But it's it not like he did a bunch of trash Ray. in between that. It's right. not like he was just out here doing but a it's bunch like, of But it's, like, it's not like people are handing out leading roles for black people either, though. Jamie Foxx wasn't looking for one. I'm just saying, but he is giving them to Who else was going to play it? A white dude wasn't going to play Django? I know, but he's creating a film like that to get a black person to play it. Jamie, that was to get black seats in the door. That too. Tarantino did not create Django Unchained to create jobs for black people. Tarantino recycles black folks. Ooh. Wow. Samuel Jackson Ooh, wow. over and over again. Facts. You think, you think Samuel Jackson? Yeah, he feels me. Do you think? What do you mean? These are jobs. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, right? I don't, I don't you, get the reason. It's Samuel Jackson in every goddamn movie he does. But but, but, but Tarantino movies are huge. I mean, what do what do what do y'all say? But right you're, now? You're, you're but that's not creating like, an opportunity not creating, for. Yeah. Okay. It is. I'm saying it's creating opportunity for him and Jamie. I'm not saying like, oh, he's creating, he's building this platform just to create all of these. First opportunities for black people, but what I am saying that he's putting these people in in leading roles. He's giving, he he's, has to. but he's giving black people rich roles. I was, I would agree to that point. Like he's giving two black people. He's giving who? black people nigger roles. No, Not they're all who roles? besides Pam Greer. Who else had a normal? They're just there. They're not there because they're black. Role. He I, told I like Jamie Foxx, "You're a slave." Put it like this. Put it Thank like this. you. Act like a slave. Vivica A. Fox and Kill Bill. She was. A slave. <laughs> I'm just, okay. right. No, he's right. I'm just. She was in that I mean, movie. Okay, so you got two. Right. So you got I mean, two. But but you have Give Samuel Jackson to play crackheads and shit in movies. But then in these movies, but he's I mean, he's we're, in power. But, but, but we're not but, talking about that. We're talking about your point. That, that is part of my point, though. Your point is that he's creating roles for black people. He's giving them better. He's not creating demeaning roles for black people. Yeah, that's what I was. He's not. He's not. Tell me. Tell. I'm, I'm saying. Please tell me. Samuel Jackson sitting on the fucking couch with a, a ponytail that starts back here. Talking. About, oh yeah, them niggas didn't. That's not a demeaning. No, but no, no, no. no isn't no, a demeaning role. Right. Say, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me approach. Shit, Django's not a demeaning. Wait, 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 wait. So you said save his girl. You're saying just because Sam wait. Jackson looked like Stevie Wonder, that's why he got a. <laughs> it's not demeaning. He's the smartest person in the fucking film. Exactly. He, he was, was the, the smartest guy in the who film. Who was the smartest person in the film? Samuel Jackson. Which, in which movie? In which film? Pulp Fiction. He was he was smart in Django, too, wait, wait, actually. Wait, wait, wait. Django, what was he was he? Uncle Ruckus' he, ass. No, he was Uncle Ruckus, but he was smart as shit, though. But look, he, <laughs> oh, Uncle he Tom ass. He, he was smart. What y'all talking about right now? What are y'all talking these about are, right now? We're talking about your Mr. Fantastic Reaches. No, yeah. it's not I'm, Reach. I'm, I'm saying smart. like, he, he you can get, start my car from here. He was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Who was dumb? Uh, Steven. From no, he wasn't dumb. He wasn't dumb. He definitely wasn't dumb. He was dumb. He was just evil. He was a con- he was yeah, a he was conniving like, evil person. Steven wasn't dumb. evil. Huh? He was trying to survive in them day, bro. Yeah, I mean, All yeah. Right. So now y'all, yeah, you, I don't know who y'all I'm defending. I don't know. Because Rod. No, but I was, I agree with Rod that he does give. Great, I think he gives I'm them sure. very complex, interesting roles for black folks that use outside of that, like outside of all the work that Sam Jackson has done with Tarantino. It's not that many riching roles that he gets that because he's not a good actor. Who, who? Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson is the highest paid actor. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. He is not I, a good actor. Maybe not, but I'm saying that like, without Quentin actor. Tarantino's roles, he's still going to be but like... But, I'm saying, appreciates, but, 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 but Snakes on the Plane ain't going to give him an Oscar That's nomination. Lethal Weapon, what, four? Star Wars? He wasn't on Lethal Weapon. He wasn't on Lethal Weapon. Danny Glover. He wasn't on Lethal Weapon. He wasn't on Lethal Weapon. That was Die Hard. You think about that. You need to go out the room. You need to go out the room. Ooh. We're talking about racism. No, all, no, black look, look, like, ooh. all black people looking like him. All black people looking like him. Not hard. 
According to Tarantino, yeah, because he keep picking Samuel Jackson and, and thinking it's somebody else. Yeah. I thought it was Will Smith the second time he's casting him. He did try to cast Will Smith and uh, Django before Jamie. Wow. Also, let me correct myself. Wow. Highest grossing. Samuel Jackson is the highest but grossing. I, but that's because he's in a bunch of movies. But like, I, like how many roles? How many kill was a good was a good movie? Yeah, but that's all the way back in that the nineties. But it's, it's still a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve to die, and yeah. I hope they burn in hell. Are you aware that if convicted, they might be freed in only ten years? Yes, yeah, I heard people say that. Yes, sir. Do you think men who kidnap a child should be free in ten years? No, sir. Do you think two men who rape a child should be free in 10 years? No, sir. Do you think two men who hang a child should be free in 10 years? No. Well, what do you think should happen to them? What would be a fair sentence? Objection, do you think Your they Honor. deserve to die, Mr. Your Haley? Honor. Answer the question. Carly, do they don't deserve to question. die? Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> the, nego- the negotiator? What about the negotiator? That, that, was, shit. that was my on. shit too, but man. You, you, talk you see them? They trying to kill, kill me. me. <laughs> Damn, they slicing your shit down. No, no, again, no. But again, but they slicing you, your like shit down. That space, yeah, you, you looking at the, I'm looking at the no, timeline. You're jumping yeah. from different times. Like, no, no, there's no, been no, same no, in his no, movies. That's not a jump. Yeah. He's saying creating opportunities and giving black people role. Right. He just These made are movies, movies that, that, was, that were popular in the, in the late 80s, early 90s. I'm just saying that he is. That's but, all I'm saying. But the thing is, it's but not But he's also like, giving white people roles, too. So what but, yeah. but think about the white people roles, though. Like, they're not, a lot of times they're not as smart as black all, people in the All movie. the black people stand out in this movie. They be saying, Nick, like, this. Fucking hell, what y'all talking about? What like, are you talking about? Like, 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 I'm what talking about the ones that got about? black people in them. Yeah, exactly. I ain't like what? Get, let's, and, you, and don't say Pam Greer again. <laughs> okay, so Pulp Fiction, you're saying that, that Bing Reigns like, um, was super intelligent. Right. Okay. Ving Rhames was the standout. You remember him? <laughs> yeah, because he got butt raped, and then he and then he had the famous line about, I'm going to get me even on this. That's the only thing y'all motherfuckers remember. That's it. But he was uh, real man. smart though. And what I'm not ma- saying what, he was real smart, what but he was made a strong, him smarter? Strong what made Samuel Jackson smarter than hey, Hateful Eight? Was, was he, no, was we no, talk no, about no, stop. No. We talk about Pulp Fiction, B. Because oh, okay. you're gonna right. you're gonna give Rod an right. out. I'm not I'm gonna get an out. So let's stick let's with go. let's stick with Pulp Fiction right now. Yes. What gave Samuel Jackson what you what makes you think he was so much smarter than what's his face? Dancing guy, what's his name? John Travolta. Look what you're saying right now. He was just dancing this shit. No, I'm saying that's his thing. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's well, okay. That's it. That's what made him smart. <laughs> he wasn't dancing in the movie. Yes, he was. He was dancing Sammy, all every chance he got. Uh, he danced with Uma Thurman. John Travolta was it when he was doing this shit or whatever. Yeah, he was, John very, he was very like. I mean, he wasn't that. He wasn't that smart. It's, but he was, what he was a henchman. Him, what, he was made, a, what was Samuel L. Jackson? Sam looked like he was like the sec like. He knew what to do and shit. Like he was yeah. the one telling everybody when. what to do, or like he was always in control all of the situation. The time. He made all the he time. made John Travolta sit, stand your ass in the corner. Let me handle this shit. So okay, so y'all As y'all are enforcer? saying because he yeah. was the higher the higher ranking henchman, therefore <laughs> Tarantino <laughs> gave him a better role. And he Mr. had a say he had what? a fire say he, what again. he had a fire ass line at the end. Y'all can't damn time. <laughs> Nothing you guys have said has reinforced your point of him being smart. What Not a single thing. I, I'm waiting to see what y'all talk. I've been trying to tell. Yeah, I'll be quiet. Look, I'll even cut the mic off. He, go ahead. He diffused the whole situation in a diner. All right, he was it was shit was about to go down, and he right. sat them down. And he was like, you know what? Right. Usually y'all just blow this whole fucking thing up, but I'm gonna talk to y'all, and we gonna handle this, and look, so everybody go home. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And yeah. that was intelligence to you? Yes. Yeah. How many times? That's how many? Di- how many? Survival, what nigga. are y'all talking about? For survival, yeah, he could have killed him. What are you talking about? Never mind. 
He could have killed him. You, you, if you play that, Ti talk somebody off a fucking jumping bridge. And shout Does that to, make him smart too? Shout out to Ti. Oh, Expeditiously. I'm just saying. Reach with that one. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hey Kim, play that scene out in the Waffle House around the corner. That's that's everybody getting blown up. This is a movie. Exactly. In real life, we'd have been ran out the fucking door. But I'm just saying, the movie makes it outside of us saying that Sam has said it himself that he's given him. The Samuel best roles he's Jackson ever had. Samuel Jackson also says that his character in Star Wars ain't look, dead. Look, Samuel Jackson is bugging. <laughs> he's still on crack. Yeah, me. All right, you just. Hey, why was he on crack? <laughs> why, why, why? You say he was on crack. Samuel Jackson was on crack. on crack. Come on, man. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Jackson is. And Sam a Jackson ain't turning down no crackhead. He's out here giving crackhead roles. All right. All right. Uh, I said I don't like this Samuel Jackson slang. Exactly. That's why right. I'm, I'm trying to focus that on the art. Right. Why y'all crack shaming? Crack, <laughs> 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 nigga. All right. You know why I do it. So we I do it. I do it. Exactly. You know I do it. I love get it hot. Because I'm a crack crack head. He said, Daddy, this is the finale. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> he would never do that shit in a Quentin Tarantino Because that wasn't a role. That was his <laughs> real life. That's all I'm saying. He would not write him like that. That's all I'm saying. Because all right, this is this is my final question, oh, y'all. We Jesus gotta we gotta Christ. wrap this up. Man. All right, with his ninth film coming out, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, people are finally get to see Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt on the same screen. Are y'all interested in seeing this film at all? I'm not watching that shit, man. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm watching it simply because it's a Tarantino film. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Like, Can y'all like count the niggers for me? <laughs> <laughs> Just come back. Give me a report. Oh, Nino niggers can't count. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, unless bad. it's pieces I, of crack. They I mean, they I feel, I feel like I want to see it because I just want to be like, whoopsie, overrated. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to waste my time. All I've seen is it's the best Quentin Tarantino film. They said about all his films. But I'm saying that's not... Like yeah. anything, if you want to go see it, that's right. like you it's the like, best like, piece of burnt okra in the batch. You like, like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let me get that slightly burnt piece of okra. You didn't like the grindhouse shit either. Oh my! <laughs> don't even, I don't even know why you. I was trying to avoid that the whole time. To my death proof. To my death proof. Yeah. No. No. Death proof. Death proof was his. Death proof was garbage. Plant Terror was Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. But they collabed on it though. Yeah, but Tarantino yeah, yeah. didn't do much. Right. You could tell because he didn't fuck it up. <laughs> no, they collabed. Planet Terror was it. cool. I guess Planet Terror was cool. Death, yeah. Death Proof was fucking trash. Again, <laughs> you made a fucking grindhouse horror movie with a bunch of worthless dialogue. Why the fuck were they talking so fucking much? And the whole movie revolved around them driving cars around. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And y'all saying you're like, oh man, this, oh this guy is a fucking genius. It was but just look cool at the that way the did look it. at the way the tires turn. You know They're zooming <laughs> in on the way the tires. Oh my god! Oh my god! Outside of the people at this table that have a yeah. genuine like for him, no one Nick, except me and Mike. <laughs> right? I think Mike. A lot of that is group thing. I think a lot of them. A lot of people have got oh, caught up. Yeah, that's why I, you know prefaced it that way. A lot of people have got caught up in the fact that he's supposed to be this big creative genius. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, why that's I, hmm? I'm just saying, yeah, that's yeah. so, you know, I don't a little Wayne trick on him. Yes, absolutely. Mm, yeah. And that's why I also good think analogy. he's good analogy. doing the same thing or his, you know, the people that defend him are using the period pieces to defend his over usage of the word nigger. Well, I'm before, not going to let that we shit end, go. I'm going to put it out on the table. Once again, I don't care about him saying the word nigger in his movies. I don't, 
think that Ken is wrong or whoever else or Tyler or anybody's wrong for being bothered by that. <clears throat> when people keep asking why I don't like Tarantino, that's not one of the reasons. Him putting nigger in his movies doesn't bother me because I can go outside right now and hear the word nigger, so that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, but not like that. I feel you. I feel you. I <laughs> and feel then, you know, Steven, you know, just gave us a, a, another mm. um, way of criticizing black folks because what, what what happens when somebody does something? Oh, Steven ass, motherfucker. Mm. So, like, congratulations on that, you know. So now we got Uncle Tom and now we got Steven. You reaching Wait, on that. That's right? not that's a reach. People say that shit no, all yeah, the time. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's that. not a big. Steven is the, the new, the but, Uncle Ruckus. And they sure as shit aren't saying, oh, you graduated college. You must be real smart like Steven. What? Nobody's saying that. What are you talking about? Who is Steven? Steven from the Samuel Jackson character in Django. Oh. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. You a fake fan. Yeah, the Uncle Tom. Tyler, are you seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I probably will see it because I like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I'm named after a Brad Pitt character. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah you are. I'll yeah. probably go see it for that reason, just because I'm kind of interested in seeing mm. those two actors together. But I would see it if Joe Blow had directed it. Okay. I'm so not seeing it because of Tarantino. Now I'm just saying to Tyler Durden, that's the yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, much better writer. Mm. Hey, I'm not. <laughs> hey, but look, it's same type of shit though. Same type of worthless dialogue. Not, no, non-linear. Uh, uh, narrative. Yeah, with better writing, so it makes sense. I'm not saying it. Uh, look, I'm not. Look, I'm not. I wouldn't Just dare saying. put like. Look, Fight Club is amazing. Like, so I'm not even getting into that conversation. I hope not. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, wait, and before we end, because I don't know how close we are to ending, but I didn't get to list one of my oh, yeah. other Go beefs ahead. that I have with oh, Tarantino. Yeah, Just real quick. So I don't know if you all read the whole thing that happened with Uma Thurman where she has, like, an injury that she still has because he made her get into, a, like, drive a stunt car mm -hmm. that she wasn't mm -hmm. supposed to be driving because a stunt person was supposed to be driving it. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of a dick, not kind of, he was a dick about it, about, like, I she was hesitant that. about yeah. it. She didn't want to do it. He was very coercive. And, like, just all of those things just kind of paint this picture of his personality to me, and I just feel like he's a shitty person. Does she hate him for it? I think she. She does. took it back. She she said something bad first, and then she was like, "No, he's not that bad." She don't want to mess up her. Yeah, I was reputation. saying that may be a money. Because Jamie Foxx called him a tyrant, and then he tried to make that scene, oh, really? make know. that in a I good way. Yeah, talking to Howard Stern. The first day of rehearsal, I'm reading my lines like, "Yeah," and he said, "Cut." Can I talk to you for a second? Close the door. Uh oh. Ah. What the fuck is that? I said, what do you mean? I, I, I knew I was going to have this problem. Uh, listen, all of this shit, you have to be a fucking slave, okay? He's a slave. He's not cool. He's a fucking slave. Right. He doesn't know how to read. You come in with your fucking Louis bag and your fucking Range Rover and your fucking Jess. I'm so fucking, you're not Jim Brown. He's a fucking slave. And then, and then, he becomes the hero. But lose that shit. Door swings open, he walks out. Wow. Would you work with Quentin Tar Tarantino again, or is it just too goddamn... A thousand times. Oh, you would. Is he wrong? But the part is of a slave. That's <laughs> is he wrong? <laughs> That's not okay to say, though. No. Like... But if the part, if he was, if it I'm was like a that. superhero and Jamie Foxx was playing that down, like, nah, nigga, you a superhero. Play like a superhero. Right. It's a slave part, so... Because every movie Jamie Foxx does, he improvises. And he was probably trying to be, say some shit that was funny. And no, I think he was. No, I don't think he was saying. Probably was singing. Well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Let me go. Always be singing for no reason. He went back to his race. Remind everybody he can sing. Right. Yeah. yeah, it sounded like he was just going through his lines. But again, I I don't know based on the story that he told. So I mean, I'm not like tripping, tripping off of it, but it still feels weird because it's him. 
And he's making this film, so I don't know, man. It's not like he Dude's said you're a slave in real life. It's right. not like he's like, yeah. yo, you're a, you're a, you're a nigger slave it, in movie. real life. It was a movie. But you're but a slave, act like a slave? Yes, I mean, it's damn. a movie. <laughs> no, act like a slave. I'm not, I don't give a fuck how, if I'm being paid $5 million an hour to play a slave in a movie, I don't want no white man saying to me, like, you're a slave, act like a slave. But what I don't can give he say? A fuck. What, can he say? what can he say on that? that you act like Jamie Foxx don't know he's a slave in a movie? In but Django? clearly he didn't. Yeah, it was like you wasn't It's like Clearly he didn't. If you play in the Planet of the Apes and you over here doing some non-ape shit. Niggas gonna be like, nigga, you a monkey, motherfucker. Like, Wait, <laughs> see? You see where you went with that, though? Like, Nick, you fucked the whole shit up. I know. You God, fucked damn. the whole shit. No disrespect, hey. podcast. <laughs> you a monkey, nigga. Act like a monkey. <laughs> Act like a monkey, nigga. <laughs> ways he could have said like hey can you read your lines more accurately or can you play your role or like your role isn't really that or can you be more in character what if he did that like you're a slave what's my character what if that's the fifth time he did that though like what if he wasn't the fifth fifth time he did yeah y'all just added a whole bunch of extra shit to the story that was not in the original narrative that's true that's true you a slave act like a slave i don't like i feel like there's a whole bunch of things that should have been said before that really i don't feel like that i feel like there was a way that he could have told him to act so you walking off set as soon as you hear that no I might not walk off set as soon as I heard it, but I would feel a way about it and it would come back up. Maybe that's why he did it. Yeah. Maybe he's like, yo, if I say this shit, it's going to like make you mad and you might really, you know, act like a fucking slave. So he's that he's that brilliant of a director. Hey, that he ask Rob. Like... <laughs> he is ask Rob. Jamie called him a tyrant. That's his, I mean, his, so. his, his yeah. words. A lot so. of directors are claiming No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the brilliant. He didn't say he was brilliant. He just said he was a tyrant. He could have used the word brilliant. He Jamie Foxx was mad because he said, act like a slave. Look, Jamie, Jamie Foxx didn't come like across, He didn't come across mad. He was just telling the story. I feel you. So he didn't come across upset about it. Jamie Foxx signed that piece of paper that yeah. said, I am signing on to be a slave. Yeah. And, and Jamie Foxx also Terrence said that he likes, would work with him again. Yeah, he, well, okay, yeah. so it, wouldn't, it must not have been that bad. When you I'm add saying. all that shit together, like all the dead nigger storage and act like a slave, it's just, it's a whole lot. It, it's just yeah, it's 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 a lot. It just it just doesn't track well. But Cindy Porter said it was okay. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, man. <laughs> and I think that was a cover story, honestly. When I when you were telling me that story, I'm like, I think he just went to him so guys that want to defend him could come on this podcast and say, well, he got Sidney Portier's blessings because he. Why felt you call bad Rod out like that? Because it's, it's not that way. It's a, uh, <laughs> it is. Did Sidney like Portier say anything? Has Sidney Portier spoken out about this? I don't know if he's spoken out exactly. about it. Exactly. He probably handed him a check and said, listen, nigger, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that you said this was okay, nigger. So I'm going to give you this nigger check, put it in your nigger bank, and don't open your nigger mouth about what I say in my nigger movies. I nigger. Right. I can't. I can't. It'd be different if it was Obama. If he was like, look, Obama said it was okay, but right. you went to Sidney Portier? Right. Who the fuck is happening Sidney Portier? Obama exactly, that's one, it's person. one person. No, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying that's one person. That's one example. I'm sure he's going to other people. Who I'm sure Tarantino Sam. also is fully aware of the criticism that he's receiving, so yeah, he yeah. wanted to make sure that he had a black blessing from somebody. But and what's wrong with that? Because who the fuck that? is looking at him as a mentor? Because a lot because of he's done, he's done, because he's done slave respect. movies in the past. What respect are you talking about? Exactly. He's, he's done, done slave, slave movies. So yeah, he goes so to he's him going about to him for, for, for guidance? Direction and guidance on a slave How do movie? I make these niggers act like slaves, Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> we, we ain't getting nowhere with this. All right. So <laughs> this is what y'all wanted to hear. Sydney black as hell, too. He's black so he knew he would be out in the field. He's black as motherfucker. He can find. I'm saying. 
And wait, he's an OG. He is an OG, but I'm saying it's not like the black community is like, we need to wait <laughs> until Sidney <laughs> Poitier. You gotta holler at Sidney Poitier. I'm trying to wait. Am I lying? It just feels like it feels like who, who, a bullshit story. Who else it does. Would you want it to okay, does. so who else would have been better from? Did y'all y'all just say no and, one? <laughs> who you say, Jaru? She said Jaru. <laughs> Where's Jaru? What's up, niggas? We need, <laughs> we need answers from Jaru. We need to know what Jaru has to say. Jaru had to say. Jaru said it was okay. Rod, they ain't going on this. They ain't going on this. We just got to wrap it up. Please, please. We gotta hear from Jaru. What you call him? You just, you just called, see, he got you calling him nigga. Mm-hmm. What? You just said. Yeah, you just said nigga, yep. we got to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. I said Robbie got to wrap no, this you up. Said nah, nigga. you nigga. said nigga. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what, out of all the niggas Mar. that was said on this, we probably said niggas a hundred times. Nigga. <laughs> Not as many times as Tarantino. That's true. <laughs> I bet he be. All right, you know what? We got. I need the nigger. I'm tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's snoring. He's snoring, nigger. Nigger, 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 nigger. I'm tired of talking to y'all niggas about this. All right, <laughs> it's a, that's us for this week. We, we out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>